Hey, everybody. Welcome to Eat, Drink, Smoke. Tony Katz, so good to be with you. Uh, April D. Gregory is here. Fingers Malloy is here. It's where we eat the fine food, drink the fine bourbon, smoke the fine cigars. And uh, we got a, we got glasses with chips. We got glasses with a full rock. And then we've got what we're drinking today. We're not doing bourbon. We are doing a rye today. Today, it is the Pikesville Straight Rye Whiskey. Uh, this is the gold uh, winner in the World Whiskey Awards 2018 mash bill on this because it's a rye, right? It's not a bourbon. Bourbon has to be 51% corn. And I keep getting people asking me, does it have to be made in Kentucky? No. No, 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 no. Nothing against Kentucky except, of course, you know, the basketball team and, and other things. I don't really have too much against Kentucky. They're lovely people. We have to do the bourbon trial one Remember day, the time I was... Uh semi not really bashing Kentucky and then you were getting mad at me because I was kind of bashing Kentucky but it wasn't and now you are bashing Kentucky I'm fickle like that so we've got here the, the Pikesville uh, this is a rye so it's 51% rye 37% corn 12% barley still done in a new charred oak uh, barrel this has been aged for six years it's 55% alcohol by volume now when you're dealing with a with a rye it's a very different feel than you're going to have uh, with uh, a bourbon because you're certainly going to have a spicier feel uh, overall. This is going to give you a bit of honeyed rye, uh, cloves uh, on the palate. This has got like an almost an oaky underneath. Um, maybe you could call it a smoke, I guess, is one way to go with it. Now, we've done ryes before, and we've had varying success with the ryes. Uh, the Sazerac rye is still one of my favorite. Then the Bone Snapper, uh-huh. the Bone Snapper rye, which, which April D. Gregory is a fan of. This on the nose. I find I like rye oh a lot. I think that 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 very concept of, of honey, that very concept of it, it, it's it's a sweet spice. It's the best way I could describe the nose on this. It hits much harder. I saw sweet spice open for Oaktown three five seven back in eighty eight. It was a fantastic Honestly, show. Uh, o town, O town. My I get the gracious. smoke and I get the sweet. Yeah, the smoke. So the smoke is like in the back of it because the first hit on the nose is going to be that spice. It, it is in its and it's and it's intense. And then you get into the honey. And then if you if you continue in, I mean, take a chance. Like, really, kind of, kind of, kind of sniff it is the best way I can I can say it. it smells fantastic. Right there is tea. But it's true. It's true. It's kind of amazing how complex these things can get and how many different flavors can grow out of it. Are, are, are we separate? We're starting it neat. We always start it neat, and then we go to the cube. Here we go. Uh, April and Fingers go to the Big Rock. I go just to a couple of, of chips. Um, April, how are we doing? April has found her jam, as the kids say, uh, with, with rye. Like, that's now your thing. thing. I had a rye last night with dinner. Oh, that's that, that can act, that actually tingles the lips. It does. That actually the tingles the lip fingers. Where are you? You all right? Because <clears throat> I'm immediately going for some chips. Uh, I usually try sooner. it two times neat, and then I go for the ice. I I have to you say that I I I've never been a rye person. This works. Does it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it. Uh, uh, this is uh, this. You know, if you're a person that likes. Uh, a mixed drink. This would not go good with Crystal Pepsi. No, um, no, would not go good with Crystal Pepsi. Then what's the point? That's how right. you review everything. Will it go okay with Crystal <laughs> right, Pepsi? Right. Uh, Will it work with a Zima Chaser? <laughs> with a Jolly Rancher in it. Uh, but no, this is this is fantastic. This is uh, something that I would definitely like to uh, couple with a steak. 
Um, okay, I can see that. Yeah, I could totally see that as a, as a red meat dish. Yeah. That makes perfect sense, but not... By the way, no mixer. No mixer. Ice, certainly. Or if you don't want the ice, you can do water. There's nothing wrong with that. Allow it to open up. Mm-hmm. It, it, people will tell you you can't add anything to it. They don't know what the hell they're talking about. I would tell you that if you mix this with a Coke or a 7-Up or a Sprite or something, you should get punched in the neck. Right. Yes. <laughs> right? That's wrong, but... I, I got to admit, the nose in this thing is a little bit everywhere. I'm not a big fan of uh, not throwing it on a rock or some ice, but I got to tell you, I'm hesitant. I, I kind of like this the way it is. That's right what out I was the thinking. Also, you I guys mean, I, are took both the, I took the second sip, and I like obviously I like it better. Always like the second sip better than the first, but I don't know that I want to pour it on a rock. No, no, no. Try mine. This is on. I remember, I do ice chips, right? So just two chips. They're rather small. I want the chill. And I want the water in there. It's probably a little too much water, maybe to, for for some others. But it w- oh yeah, see, I probably wouldn't want the whole cube. I don't want the whole cube. Why is yours stronger than mine? Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Probably because I lift. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. But it, I will tell you that it is interesting because usually when you put it on a cube, it gives it a touch of mellow. Mm-hmm. That didn't happen here. It went the opposite way. This got a little bit stronger. Okay, now oh now they moved it to the cube. I, yeah. Now they want to see what's going on. We've got the whole bottle in front of us. I mean, it's just we have hell. two whole bottles in front of us, so it could get dangerous today. <laughs> it's like college. The last rye that I really liked was the Sazerac rye that we did, and I found that to be a little more straightforward. This is bigger. Um, it, it's there's no doubt that it's that it's spicy. Uh, I don't know if I necessarily get the idea of cloves as some people uh, ha- have have reviewed it. But I certainly get the, the, the honey, and I certainly get the spice, and there is this smoky undertone. It's kind of, it's kind of amazing. Um, but on, on the cube, it's, I mean, I'm, I'm waiting for fingers, see what he does. It's a touch stronger. Mm-hmm. It's got a touch more punch to it. Uh, I like the, I, 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 after I poured it on the cube, it, it does taste better on the cube than it does neat. But, it, but it, it's, it, you feel it's stronger on the cube. That's the way I felt. I thought, like, that's just not... Usually the way it goes. It goes the other way for me. Yeah. I can see that. This is That's not bad at all. That's what I got, too. All. On his ice, it was stronger. So maybe this I'm not crazy. This is not bad at all. Someone's asking uh, on Facebook. You know, we, we stream the show, uh, uh, parts of the show on Facebook, but the whole podcast is at Eat, Drink, Smoke on iTunes. So if you go to iTunes and you subscribe to Eat, Drink, Smoke and you give it the five-star review, you will get the entirety of the podcast because we do more than we do in the segments that you see uh, on on, on Facebook and uh, soon to be on, on YouTube. We're going to be putting stuff there. And I've got a whole Mark Zuckerberg story to do. And April's going to have to talk me off the ledge about uh, just quitting. About you quitting are Facebook. not quitting Facebook. Quitting Facebook. <laughs> We're just quitting, putting that out there right now. Quitting. Uh, what, what else? I'm, I will I'm just, change I'm the just, password to your account. And I, so you can't even get into it. I'm quitting. All, <laughs> I can't take these people anymore. They're just. That's but why we need fans, to bring your th- fans need you on Facebook. <laughs> we need worst. a eat, drink, smoke, and Tony Katz MySpace page. Let's just let's just throw it right out there. Let's we're bringing MySpace. I'll do back. it. I'll make we'll that. We'll have page. an awesome p- uh, playlist. Is uh, this challenge um, accepted? Is that what we're doing right now? Let's. Can we talk about important things? <gasps> Jesse Smollett is a liar. Oh my god! At least that's where all the evidence has gone, and there there are so many avenues to that story that nobody is getting into. That's driving me. Uh, you should have heard me on the air this week. If you don't know, I, I host two radio shows, one uh, Indianapolis-based and then one uh, nationwide or, or mid- Midwest region really is where I like to focus. Uh, and the Jussie Smollett story, 
this is a guy who lied about being attacked. We're, we're, we're all in agreement, right? He flat out lied about being attacked. We, we, we have the evidence uh, in, in that. He paid two Nigerians um, $3,500. He, I, I believe, got confused. He thought he gave them $3,500 and then he'd get back $16 million. <laughs> I thought that's the way. These were both princes, I, I assumed. Mean, yeah, and once you, uh, especially the writing them the check thing. He right? wrote them a check. <laughs> That's how he paid to have these guys attack him. He paid for his own attack. He wrote them a check. I have never heard of anything like it. But and, but and they asked for two forms of ID. On top of it. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing is bizarre. But there's a whole, there is a whole story that goes with that that, that we're going to get into uh, in, in, in a second. He did it so he can get paid more. He thought if he was attacked... The people at the show Empire would have more empathy for him and people would love him more and then they'd pay him more money because he has to be on the show because after all, he was a victim of this horrible thing. So there, that, this, is how, well, this is what happened. How this is being unpacked is that Jussie Smollett, man, I can't believe he did this. Why would he do such a thing? And now he's made it so much harder for people who are the real victims of attacks uh, to, to come forward. Can we discuss who he attacked because this isn't an isolated thing where it's just Jussie Smollett lied. Or is it, is it Smollett or Smollett? Doesn't yeah, matter. thank you. No, it doesn't matter. We don't I'll, owe him the dignity of making sure we pronounce his name right. Not anymore. <laughs> not anymore in I, any I way. I believe it's pronounced Buttafuco. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, first, let's not talk about how it's more difficult for other people to report crimes. Uh, quote, unquote, hate crimes. Now, I should also be full disclosure. I don't believe in hate crimes. I don't think they're, they're real. I know there's an FBI statistic for it, and so I accept the fact that people use that. Uh, but a, a crime is a crime. And what he did is he falsified an attack, he falsified a police report, and he did it for his own financial gain, something I refer to as reputation capital. He wanted to grow himself as a brand. He also wanted to try and get some more dollars. Some people call that virtue signaling. I, I call it reputation capital, because that's what you're trying to do. Build yourself up, and then that capital is uh, spendable in other places, if you should make a mistake, oh, look what happened to him. Yes, he made this mistake here, but he was the victim of that attack, and therefore, you know, it all seems to, to go away, and you spend some of that capital. Uh, the, 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 the first and foremost is not the people who are going to somehow say it's more difficult to say they were attacked. Can we discuss the fact that Trump supporters in this were attacked by everybody in media, by everybody running for president, mm -hmm. by all of these mm -hmm. so-called celebrities who seem to be nice, kind, good, and decent the Smollett story is that he called every Trump supporter a racist and a bigot, right. and media said, mm -hmm, uh-huh, yep. Mm -hmm, yep, 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 that's it. That's the, that seems to have somehow eluded. It eluded the media. media that's not talking about it anyway. <laughs> oh I God. mean, it's, it's, but like, how could you not notice that a group of people were targeted in this attack? Targeted. Trump supporters and you could say white people overall, but I'm going to just go with Trump supporters for the sake of this. We're targeting this attack. And Trump supporters are not just you, me, and we. To varying degrees, we're, we, I would argue that the three of us are not as much Trump supporters as we are Trump policy supporters. Would I, would I be right about that? I'm a Trump supporter. You're okay. I have I'm, a red hat and a noose in my back pocket. Oh, that's what news. we're supposed to. That's what we've been led to believe, right? These these guys, these Nigerian dudes, bought the rope at a local hardware store, and then they went to another store where they bought ski masks and like a couple other things. They bought the robbery starter kit. 
two guys buying ski masks and, and gloves and whatever, and no one thought, hey, maybe I should just call the police now. Get this done. It was, it, I mean, it's just so amateur hour. And it was amateur hour because Jussie Smollett believed everybody was just going to believe him. Right. You make and, this claim. Uh, he probably had reason to think that because he knew the media would just go, right? I mean, that's why he did it. He knew the media would go, gay, black man. Um, I don't, I'm don't. i not sure why he anybody would believe that a um, Trump supporters were just walking around Chicago at 2 a.m., uh, looking for nobody believes nobody it. believes that there's the, the, Trump the, the latest story <laughs> chicago turns on jesse small i think this is uh fox news claims he's full of s hurting real victims chicago man they, yeah chicago's pissed they've got an, they've got a, they have so much they have to be doing anyway right and right this is giving them a bad name this is making is it is it really giving them a bad name, or are they just are they just upset that this is a guy who's supposed to be some kind of like favorite son kind well, of deal? Well, I like that the the cop or the sheriff or whoever he was was he was the superintendent no, of the police. He was Eddie Johnson. He was taking no crap from Jesse Smollett, and he just laid it out there. Yeah, I mean, re- got into the idea of how dare you as a black man use a noose in this way? You know, it's history. You know it how its connections, and this is what you do to to us. I mean, he he did make it very personal, and while it was intense to, to watch and witness and hear, I don't know if people would say it was the most professional thing. I thought it was an honest reaction, mm-hmm. but you're the police. You lay out the facts, and you still have innocent until proven guilty, right? So it was, but it was really emotional. Yeah, it, it wasn't was, sugarcoated it was and watered down, if that's what you would think professional was. But yeah, it was emotional and good i liked it that was honest and that was he's the only one that was being i mean he took the time on the podium on the press conference to say what needed to be said Mm -hmm. but let's go back to this idea of why he thought he could do it because i am very fixated on this first there can be no doubt that what happened here was about trump supporters and it was an attack on trump supporters as to why he thought he could get away with it, certainly he figured he would have media cover. And he thought he would have media cover because it has become acceptable for people to say that Trump supporters are racist and bigots. Mm-hmm. Now, I was talking about the, the three of us, right? You're a Trump supporter. Uh, Fingers, would you call yourself a Trump supporter? Uh, I'll just say I'm really very happy with my not Hillary vote in 2016. That's that, and that's and that's a fine way to look at it. That's a, I, 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 I am too, and I'm 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 very in favor of policies. I'm like, uh, if you want to talk about policies regarding uh, judges, policies regarding taxation, mm-hmm. uh, policies, yes, regarding uh, the border. Although I'd like to see a couple Better of changes. You know what I mean? Um, I, I'm I'm there Medicaid. On, on on a lot of mm-hmm. these these things. But what, every, what, what has been decided is that uh, if you are a Trump supporter, you're a racist and a bigot. That's what media taught. Right. So they may be talking about the three of us. They may be talking about people watching on Facebook and listening uh, to, to the Eat, Drink, Smoke podcast. They're talking about my mother. They're talking about my 72-year-old mother and my 81-year-old father. The, we can't get away from the fact that, that Smollett believed he could do this because he did not care if he stepped on the backs of or the necks of my 72-year-old mother and my 81-year-old father. 
I think you are both giving this oxygen thief way too much credit for his thinking. Oh no 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 no! There was no. I would I would agree that there was no thinking. I, I, I let me ask you this: How would his reaction have been? What would his reaction uh, had been if they had made an arrest? They did That's make the, an arrest. They and when and when he thought it was somebody, he thought it was somebody besides those two brothers, and he was going to let them go to jail. Yep. He thought it was somebody else. And then when he found out it was those two brothers, that's when he felt guilty. You, he was going to let we, yeah. innocent people he go wrote, to jail for him. I, I don't know how much uh, thought was put into all this other than I will get sympathy out of this. As far as but like so, media, but no, the media is going to do but this. But that's just that. it. We have to get into the why he felt that way. And he felt that way because there's an entire media apparatchik that has decided that the three of us, my parents, a lot of other people, and some people who are just borderline on Trump, are all bigots if they in any right. way they support decided him. we all are racist with nooses. And he knew that would work, or else he would have used a different scheme. If he didn't know that was going to work, he would have used a different scheme to get the attention. But he went with the obvious. I'm not, I'm not saying that he wasn't thinking this was, was going to work. What I'm saying is, is I don't think he put all that much thought in it. He just thought to himself, I'm no, going to no, get no, 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 no. Clearly, he's not a smart criminal. Like, <laughs> a smooth criminal. He's not a smooth criminal. <laughs> but I reject the whole notion that this uh, whole episode somehow makes it more difficult for other victims of crimes to no. come forward. I think I that whole narrative is, a complete, is complete garbage. I, I think that people can recognize this is a one-off by an attention whore trying to do something to uh, help uh, keep his status uh, as an actor because there were there were there was talk that uh, you know he was going to get written off of Empire his 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 role was going to be reduced on Empire and his role has now been reduced he's he's off the last two episodes but he's only off the last two episodes he's not necessarily off the show I'm right. just upset that this whole. Uh, situation has ruined the show Empire for me, Tony. Well, did you ever watch the show I mean, Empire? I don't know what it I, is. I, I've watched the show Empire, and the show Empire. I mean, is, it's absurd is for him popular. to think even that uh, Trump supporters watch Empire would know who he is. If that's not, <laughs> would find him at two a.m. Right, shock. but but, but no, but that wasn't fishy to anybody in the media. <laughs> no, not at all. And 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 to, to Brian Stelter. Just take the hit, man. CNN, Brian Stelter, stop somehow defending you, your network, your people, like you did the real reporting. There are reporters in Chicago who did real reporting. Yes. Right? Rafer Weigel at Fox 32, I did an interview with this week, and a whole bunch of other reporters, ABC7 out there, did great yeah, reporting. Yeah, credit them, because they did not let up. Not That's for why a we second. know the truth now. It I is. Mean, it's 100% why we know the truth now. There was real journalism taking place, and we should thank, be thankful for it when, when we see it. But I have to take issue, Fingers. Because that commentary of he didn't think that out is dismissive of, although I will agree with you, that he didn't think out any of the fine details like, hey, where do you buy the stuff That's or what I'm anything saying. like that. He didn't have to think it out because the culture already told him it was acceptable. Mm -hmm. One of the other parts of this not being discussed is that they have made it acceptable to scapegoat and destroy and dehumanize people who don't agree with them. We have seen this when actors might be uh, complimentary of a conservative or a Republican. We've seen it on social media. We have seen this on uh, with, with uh, what was the astronaut? The guy now running for um, the Senate, uh, Scott Kelly, who's okay. married to Gabrielle Giffords. He said something complimentary about Winston Churchill, and he got abused for it on social media, and he apologized. 
That's Winston Churchill. Oh, you never horror. have to apologize. Winston Churchill was fantastic. We have a free world because of Winston Churchill. We have an entire cigar named after him. <laughs> well, we got Truth. types of cigars. Types Plus, and, and names. It's, yeah. it's both. Um, <laughs> great man. Unbelievable human being. And with warts and all, we are all better off because of him. End of list. We are better off with Winston Churchill than we have ever been with Hillary Clinton. Just so we all understand each other, April D. Gregory. My God. Drink to that. The story is that media has allowed this sickness to, to be pervasive. They wouldn't allow it on anybody who is Jewish or anybody who was a woman, anybody who was black, anybody who was gay, anybody who was transgendered, anybody. Pick your hundred other things. But on this, they allow it. And Jussie Smollett thought it was fine to destroy and attack and really dehumanize, mm -hmm. dehumanize Trump's supporters. He thought it because, of course, everybody else does. Everyone's going to believe me. Screw those people. He didn't mind getting a leg up, stepping on a couple of uh, a necks of Trump supporters. He didn't mind getting a, 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 a little bit more scratch, getting on, 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 on a couple of uh, Trump supporters. Are we not going to talk about the indecency of such a thing? Thinking that someone is such an animal of such ill repute that you can destroy them? Right. This is the question for Jussie Smollett. I mean, or, or the statement. Thank goodness he wasn't dating a white girl. We are, we, we, they, I am told about our society boy. and our history. There's a, a part of our history in America where if you were black and you dated a white woman, you would have been attacked because they would have said, you can't let someone like that. That person's not even human. And they would have gone through the list and then they would have gotten far worse. So this, what happened here is the same concept of dehumanization. And I stand by that because it's just obscene. That this was allowed to happen, and that's why I say to you, Fingers, and, and uh, it's, 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 it's a disagreement without any anger, that he didn't have to think it through. The point is, is that media allowed it to be thought through, and they have pushed, and culture has pushed, and none of those cultural icons are going to apologize at all. And Kamala Harris, she's now the senator from California running for president who came out immediately to call it a lynching. She called it a lynching. So, you know, anybody's allowed to use the term now. She is now saying, well, we've got to wait for all the information to come out. Once all the information comes out, then I'll have an opinion. She had no problem giving an opinion, but it was easy to do. Right. Now when the facts are against her guy, all of a sudden she's got a conscience and morality. That, and can we uh, go back to a point that you made earlier, which is really something that bothers me and it, that what I find is troubling, and it's a troubling trend in this country, is you're seeing local media shrinking as the you know it's getting harder and harder uh to to make money in local media uh, if it weren't for local media with this story i'm not sure that we are where we are today with this story uh i would the national media have been digging uh the way that chicago media dug for the story and i, I think the answer no, is no and, and and that's what i it think is uh, a troubling trend in this country as local media shrinks. Yeah. Journalism, we all know uh, or feel like on a national level, it's dying. Um, the only real journalism it feels like that's happening in this country is on a local level, and that, that's shrinking. And that's well, and a to troubling your point, because you're right, that's why we have to keep talking about this. We cannot just blow this off like the national media wants us to. We have to keep talking about this because they're not talking about it. And we're the ones that need to be saying, 
screw you. You were trying to pin me as this racist. No, I'm going to keep talking about how ridiculous this is and how you were um, taking part, basically, in letting this become a thing. Yeah, I mean, the, the journalistic malpractice of, of cable news and of mainstream media, uh, I'm with you guys. And, and Fingers, I think you're totally right. And we've seen local media have a problem for a great number of years, and there's to a large extent to which it's not its fault. Local is not considered sexy, right? Everyone wants to talk about the national issues when right in your backyard, that's where graft is learned, right? That's where it's, it's kind of perfected uh, in, in a way. State house coverage, doesn't matter what state you're in, is less in every state because these, these news agencies can't afford it. The, the latest report, digital has overtaken TV and print for the first time it, mm. in terms of total ad spend. Well, if the ads aren't there, if the money's not there, how in the world are you expected to do this stuff? And then when you have the only paper in town, which is politically left, how in the world do you counter that in, in, in print because, well, they're the paper and that's what you do and that's what there is and that's all there is to it. Mm -hmm. It is an incredibly difficult problem. And there have been think tanks and organizations that were set up to solve that problem. We, we know some of those people. They, they didn't last. Yeah. It's difficult. And on top of it, the, the, what was happening in, in uh, you know, 2010, 2011 it was, was the rise of the citizen journalist. And now you're finding uh, social media outlets like Facebook wanting to do everything that they can to uh, lessen the citizen journalist's effect on the news cycle because uh, they feel like there are some bad actors and, you know, the, the whole fake news thing before Trump labeled CNN fake news. Uh, you know, you had uh, Facebook wanting to, uh, you know, go in and, and try to judge what is a reliable news source and what isn't. The rise of citizen journalism was supposed to kind of fill the vacuum for what's happening on a local level with local newspapers and their newsrooms shrinking. And now it's a situation where the, the social media has made it difficult for citizen journalists to be citizen journalists because they don't want to let their platform be used in a way that could make citizen journalism thrive. Well, they want is to. Is it that you think Facebook doesn't, doesn't want somebody posting the story or Facebook wants to control what stories get posted? Both. Uh, I think they want to control it and they don't want someone who is right leaning posting it. Hmm. Okay, I, 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 I don't think I've ever thought about the other side of it, right? Not wanting certain things out there is one thing. Controlling it is, is something else. And that gets into the uh, are they a platform or are they a publisher conversation. We're going we're gonna to save that for, for another that day. later. Uh, there is much more podcast than just one segment. The people who are watching on Facebook as we have the Pikesville Straight Rye Whiskey, 110 proof, uh, by the way. That's 55% alcohol uh, by volume. Uh, April Lee Gregory is a fan as a we fan. review and this. I put it on the cube and that was the wrong decision. There's too much. There's too much. So take the cube out. Where am I going to put here, the here, cube? Here, here, pour, pour, hold the cube down and pour the, pour it into here. Just, oh, just do it. You're so my crafty. God. I am. I am crafty. crafty. Putting your hand in there. No. Yeah. It's, oh my it's God. She hasn't like washed her hand in ten years. Well, she's the Peter Hegseth. <laughs> By the way, that is a weird thing. I've and I've met Peter Hegseth and I've shaken his hand oh. and now I'm not oh, did right. You, 
boil your hands after you are found you, out? Are you what vaccinated? He said? So what did he say? He, that he doesn't. Peter Hexeth is on Fox and Friends, and he's like, "Yeah, I don't wash my hands. Germs are germs aren't real." Yeah, is that what he said. Because like, I can't see him. That he's like, "Look at these hands. They look clean." But then, like later on in the week, after he got so much backlash, he kind of started to walk that story back a little, as people do yeah. walk that back a little bit. Well, maybe it's only been four years. <laughs> So there's more to the podcast than just this one segment yes. that you might be seeing on video, whether it's at Tony Catch Radio on Facebook or Eat, Drink, Smoke on Facebook or there on YouTube. Get the full podcast. Uh, iTunes, five-star review, subscribe, Eat, Drink, Smoke. Also uh, Stitcher, also Google Play. Fireside. Uh, uh, Fireside's uh, great. Just uh, so yes, right. Fireside.fm. Tune in. Uh, we're also there as well. So it is everywhere, and it is for you. We've got so much more uh, that we do. So make sure you subscribe. Get the full podcast. And there are two podcasts a week, by the way. Uh, we've, we've got the Eat, Drink, Smoke podcast, and then we have the Snack Size edition, when you need just a little something to tide you over. Just a little something. And we're going to be in Washington, D.C. next week. We will be in D.C. Uh, next week. We will get into that in a little bit. Go subscribe right now. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Are you ready? <laughs> Eat, Drink, Smoke. <laughs> Good to be with you, Tony Katz. April D. Gregory, Fingers Malloy here at Blend Bar Cigar in Indianapolis, where we often uh, tape uh, the show. Four locations, Nashville, Houston, Pittsburgh, and right here in Indianapolis, BlendBarCigar.com. Uh, was Cigar Lounge of the Year in this place, and it is fantastic. It's one of the, the great places in America to grab a cigar. Reviewing, as we've been reviewing the, the, the Pikesville. Why can't I take a good song? Are you all right there? Yes. April, what was that? It was a little whisper. I'm just annoyed it's at like, myself. It was it was a what careless you, whisper. It was. What are you annoyed by? What just happened? I just can't take a good selfie, and it really upsets me every time I try to take one. We really do have first world problems in the world. This is really happening. You like she's a little. You're a touch distraught. You would think it'd be easy for me to get a picture of myself. Wow. Right, that, somebody's a little full of herself. Right, that had a that had a, a, a bit of ego <laughs> added into it. What is the problem you're having with the selfie? I just don't look good in the picture. <laughs> Sorry, why are we doing? Because wow. you've fallen apart. Giggles McGillicuddy over there. I'm like half crying, half laughing because I'm so annoyed. But what? it's it's so stupid. It's funny. She's gonna start laughing again. Carry on with your show, please. <laughs> If you can help April with her with her selfie issues, well, one, April D. Gregory on the Twitter. At box. one point, she had like a separate little attachment that she would put on her phone that would give her oh the more, lens a, a lens the and light. a light right oh oh did she, did she oh she had the light yeah oh gosh yeah but, well listen lighting's important what the what do you look at me like that face. I can't make we live in a world of selfies why is, shouldn't she look the best she wants right. to look why is my face always screwed up that's the problem you don't need to turn every location you're into a studio for a selfie just take the pic well what if you want to that's take a the good problem pic? the pic is not coming out good and what happens when and the if pic- I take the pic here I am promoting blend and you I'm promoting our cigar and I'm promoting of our show gentlemen fans out there on your Instagram you're right and guess and what and they, they don't, they're, they're and gonna, they're gonna be rolling we want them to be listeners right that's why I take pictures that blend because I know they'll like them and I know they'll listen to my stuff you will, am I right or am I not we'll post the podcast and there'll be nothing but messages comments in the Facebook section going oh April you can never take a bad picture oh April <laughs> oh stop it why are you being so hard on yourself. You know that's true, April. You, you have you, April D. Gregory, have a fan base amongst the eat, drink, smoke people. 
You, you, and wh- I got to make them happy. This is why it's so frustrating <laughs> that I can't get my face right in a selfie. What don't you think is right, though? Like, y- you do watch people. There are, the, there are great videos of, like, groups of people uh, posing in, like, 27 different poses as they continue to take pictures of themselves. You would think after two or three, maybe you've got the shot. What is it that you think isn't like happening right well the with problem your is people are, are just the most critical of themselves right so i'm like oh my smile's a little off or a lot of times it just comes out blurry so i gotta do it again so i gotta take like 50 pictures to get one good one yeah all so right. maybe there's a secret you're, you're like the stanley cooper maybe of there's selfies. a professional that can tell me what to do with my face so it doesn't look weird when i there, take a picture there is nothing worse than taking a picture with april or a couple of other uh friends of ours in the movement who are female i'm not going to mention this one person's name but we were at an event uh, that we like to do every year that uh, we call it Party Pack um, and where we get together for the first week of the NFL season, I take the pictures with my phone and I immediately have to hand it to her so she can put the proper filters, uh, the angles, all this stuff. Like, G- Jesus Christ, it's just a picture on my phone. But it's become more than that. But I mean, Because I- you're going to put it on Facebook. And that's so part of your brand. Exactly. That's your brand. And I don't want someone to be like, what is April? She looks like crap okay, today. Here's, what you made, here's where you made a mistake. You should have built your brand like me as someone who looks like they just rolled out of bed every day. But I don't <laughs> If you would have like done that. that. <laughs> and how many, how many male followers do you have? Probably not as many as I do. <laughs> I think you, my branding is working a little like bit better. It's a solid point <laughs> right there. We've been cleaning... Uh, my wife is on a minimalism kick, and it's, I shouldn't say a kick. She's bought in, and, and for the most part, I'm down. The idea of getting rid of stuff and you realize how many things you have and you carry with you. So we've moved a bunch of places. We, we lived in Jersey. We lived in Florida. We lived in D.C. We lived in Los Angeles and a couple different places and in Indianapolis and, and love, love Indy. Love being uh, here. It's fantastic. But we have had boxes that we have brought in all these places. Some of them, we didn't know what was in them. We've forgotten, and we started going through these boxes. Pictures. You know, you think, you're, you know, people, they, they, they like scrapbook or they've got photo albums. The truth is, there are people I don't remember who they are. There are <laughs> pictures of myself. And those are just your wedding pictures. From, from, <laughs> we threw out wedding pictures. We threw out wedding pictures. Me there are too. people who are at my wedding. I mean, we've talked about this before. I don't talk to anymore. I don't, I don't need their picture. There's nothing about that memory. Sorry. Sorry if, if you're listening. Like, there's nothing about that memory I need. And I was going through, there were like old high school and college pictures. I couldn't set them on fire fast enough. I don't want any, like, like I, I really am kind of, I, I st- st- like sit in awe of people who look back at high school and college and are like, oh, those were the days. Those days sucked. I, I, I just uh, didn't have the exp- I didn't have the good time experience. Maybe because I wasn't you, April. I don't know. Fingers had a good uh, high school and college experience. Uh, especially college. And th- Where did you go to college? Uh, where didn't I go to college? Oh. <laughs> uh, I was a Delta College pioneer. That's where I got my associate's degree. Uh, then I went to Saginaw Valley State University. Ah, home of the Fighting Beavers. Then he went to MIT. And then he went to Harvard. Uh, then I went to Faber. Uh, then I ended up graduating <laughs> from IUPUI. Who's the Delta Tau Go Jaguars. <laughs> That's right, the fighting Jaguars. But, you know, I understand what you're saying where, okay, oh, that was uh, a ter- But there was something about that time where at least, okay, you weren't, I, I don't know, I, I'm speaking for myself, there weren't the pressures of... Uh, adulting? Uh, adulting, yeah. I hate that <laughs> phrase, but let's use it anyway. The bills and uh, the stress involved, the work, you just go, oh, oh my gosh, I got to go to class. Oh, I got a 10 a.m. class tomorrow, and you know you're doing your 
eighth shot of Jägermeister at the bar at 1.30 in the morning. Those were the problems back then. And as you get older, uh, there's a certain sense of, uh, uh, you know, that was such an innocent time. You want to go back. Can I tell you that's not the way it happened for me? I mean, I I, I guess, I mean, that makes sense. You went to a party college. I went to Arizona State, and, and I didn't enjoy it. I didn't enjoy my time. Because you're not a partier. No, that's not true. I can it rage is. like a mother. What are you talking about? You know what? Just because of that, I'm throwing come, a kegger. Come, throwing a come back to me when you finish that cup of no, the, that, this, that this, glass this of, glass of cup uh, rye. This is rye, by the way, the Pikesville. Cup of Straight whiskey. Rye whiskey. <laughs> yes. We're talking about college. What would right? it have been in college? Next time we drink our whiskey at a red solo cup. Throw <laughs> a kegger. We'll, uh, invite I will the, we'll invite the listeners. It'll Done. be so much fun. Done in the peoples, the folks. Yes, do they like the folks? That's what Bill O'Reilly calls them, the folks. Uh, so I was going, I was going through this because we're going through all this stuff and we're throwing things out. And my wife told me she recently threw out photos of old boyfriends. Ooh, and it's like, do you, did, you, did, you didn't save them? Like I see them, <laughs> I tossed them. I don't need it. Well, she you don't actually, need it. You go back to their Facebook page. You can see them all the time. So, and by the way, that's why you take selfies because none of it matters. We used to have to take a picture. The picture had to get developed. It mm-hmm. had to mean something. You took it once. You took it right. And if there was something askew about it, that's the way it went. Now, you know, it, you just take 100 and you pick the best one. So right. it's, it's a little less meaningful. But I will tell you, and, and I, don't, I don't think I'm the only person like this. When I go back and look back, I look back. Well, I'm, I'm 46. Uh, the last 10 years of my life have been the toughest uh, economically. And only recently have things, you know, started to work out well. Um, but I've also been the happiest. All the years before that, the depression and, the, and the, 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 the insanity of that and everything else. Like, I don't look back on my childhood, unfortunately, and my high school years. I can look back on people I enjoyed. I can't look back on me and say I enjoyed it. Well, but I don't know if I'm the only person like that. Because well, it's weird. Part of it is mixed. that... The reason why you're like that is because in the last 10 years, you've found something that you really love to do. I mean, I, I'm not saying that the jobs you had previously you didn't love, but you, re- love you really love what you're doing now for a living. Uh, you, you look forward to going to work every day, right? Oh, God, I love being a selfie coach. I can help you. <laughs> I, can totally I mean, I think that you. makes a huge difference when you, you, you found something that you, you truly love to do. I, I, listen, other than partying, I don't know too many people that... Um, loved the day-to-day grind of college. They loved uh, the whole experience, but um, I mean, I, I know there were some sickos out there that loved going to class, but the people that I hung around with, it wasn't like, oh, yeah, man, I can't wait. it's called the Dean's List. Yeah, I can't wait to uh, go to, uh, to, to, to class tomorrow morning to, to listen to the professor's lecture. Can't wait till nickel beer night tomorrow night. That's what it was. Or, or you know, at, at the wayside up in uh, Mount Pleasant, there was uh, Sundays, $3 pitchers of blue motorcycles. Oh. So. <laughs> Arizona State, it was the Dash. It was the Dash. And I don't, I don't remember if it was nickel pitchers or whatever. Whatever it was, but that was that was the the place, and it was a it was basically a a building that was the size of a room, you know that uh, that Brie Larson film room. That was basically where it was. It was very tiny, and people got ridiculously drunk. There was a bar in uh, Bay City, Michigan, that we used to go to. It was called Cruisers. It's it's gone now. They had bladder busters, fifty cent draft beers and mixed drinks. It was a fifty cent or a quarter. I can't remember what it was, nope. and they taped. They put police tape over the bathrooms, and that special went as long as no one went into the bathroom. And as soon as the tape was broken, that's when I would the be the person was. peeing my pants. See, that's I have I to have no access interest to a bathroom. In that. 
No, no, no. I mean, but but like, but you would want to drink so much and not go to the bathroom so you can get cheap drinks. If I was twenty-one, uh, no, it was never me. It was never me. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe there was something wrong. I no, mean, there was something wrong with me. Clearly, you do that now. as I look back at it. Well, now. you're not. You know, look. I, you you like to have a good time, but I don't think of you as a drinker or someone who likes. Oh my gosh, it's time to go. Tie one on, you know. I, I get this all. I, I'm not a guys guy, right? We've discussed this before, and and every, and everyone thinks I'm like this. I don't know how it happened. You had a bro. I'm like, what the hell is that? I don't know what a, I don't know what it means to be a bro. What does it mean to be a bro? I still haven't figured it out. What does it mean, April? Like, 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 it, it, would would you say that I'm not a guys guy? Would you? But I would never. It's like s- the new definition of buddy. I'm Buddies. not a buddy. Buddy, buddy. Yeah, like like if someone calls me buddy, I immediately am like, we can't be friends. <laughs> this, excuse me, stop the Uber. Yeah, You're I'm not going a buddy. to have to get out You're now. I'm more than happy to walk through this crack infested <laughs> neighborhood. I'm fine with it. But no, I'm 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 not. But throwing out the pictures and and and, and everything else, and and that's how we got into the selfies and and April. Uh, not being able to take a good selfie. So if you have advice for her, send it. Can I get on with the cigar yeah, review? <laughs> I was about, I mean, I, now I just got myself into a whole place where I'm thinking about, you know, my past. I'm like, man. But people yeah, want to know, I, Tony. I was, I was sadder than I thought. know more about Tony Katz. Why won't you let us in? Why won't you let us in? Let's <laughs> peel back the layers of this onion. Smoking the Davidoff 702 series, the number three. The anniversary. Anniversario. Anniversario, uh, right there. So this is Dominican through and through. It is a Dominican binder, Dominican biller, uh, filler, but it is an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper. It's a six by 50. So six refers to the length, six inches. 50 refers to the ring gauge. 64 would be a full inch uh, around. So this is a good size. Now, I, I know it all sounds funny. You know, you're talking about how it feels in your mouth, but it's true. If the cigar is too big for me, it, it becomes uninteresting. I don't want to have to fight it to smoke it. I want to be able to enjoy it uh, to, to, to smoke it. Um, everything about a Davidoff these days, uh, they've got solid construction. And this is absolutely no, no e- e- exception uh, whatsoever. This is a cigar that's going to give you a bit of molasses, a bit of cocoa, a bit of nutmeg. Um, when you're dealing with the Dominican, you're always going to have a little more spice. It always hits me about the mid uh, to back of, of, the, of the mouth uh, as, as a feel uh, of spice. But as you go through it, second, third, 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 or final third, I should say, uh, it's going to start getting sweeter and thicker, right? It's going li- to, like, think of it as the, uh, as, as you would the rye. It's going to o- open up as, as you go through it. Uh, this, this is not an inexpensive cigar. Uh, it, it's not. It can run anywhere between $25 and $40 a stick. Um, this is certainly a cigar for somebody who has had some experience and wants to experience a, a, a flavor profile, wants to get into um, a kind of a, a fullness of the cigar. I would call this a full-bodied cigar. I would not uh, shy away from that. And this is going to get into uh, some notes of coffee and some notes of, of, of sugar and things like that. I am more of a fan, very often, of the, the leathers and the dirts kind of flavor. So this is not my normal flavor profile but so far i'm in, i'm enjoying it for for what it is and the experience of it mm-hmm. where are you at april same <laughs> <laughs> i'm too flustered to think right now what did, did the salty second. thing kind of mess you up yeah it did oh, i'm sorry i'm sorry let's talk about you on our facebook page over there at uh, uh facebook.com slash eat drink smoke where if you follow uh and check out the mobile check out the story april tried the peanut butter and mayo sandwich 
the peanut butter and mayo sandwich, I didn't know this was a, a thing because it turns out that they exist, um, that people eat peanut butter with mayonnaise, which I have never done and I will never do, by the way. But you wanted to try it to see what the big hubbub was about? Correct. So you just, Hellman's? No, I, oh, I no. use some kind of organic it Trader is. Joe's <laughs> crap. That was made. It was in from the- Whole Foods. Stop. Oh. Which you can afford Whole Foods? Wow. Oh my God! I mean, I Those got that. Selfies I got make that. Make her a lot of money. You know what? Take another selfie. All right. Take another selfie. Do you? you know Mama's got to make some mayonnaise. <laughs> make buy some mayo. <laughs> <laughs> um, so apparently, so I I came across the article this week of peanut butter and mayonnaise sandwich. I didn't know it was a thing either. So I posted on the uh, Eat Drink Smoke page, and a lot of people were grossed out. Like Rightfully you, so. Right. You like you'd expect, but a lot of people said, "No, this is a thing. It's good." And Apparently, it started in the Great Depression where you go to the bread line and you get your bread and they, they have peanut butter, but they don't have jelly or anything like that, right? right. So you get, you, but they have mayonnaise. So people liked it, or that's what, that, that's what they ate then. And then they kind of passed that on to the kids because once you're used to eating it, you like it. And then your kids kind of grow up eating it, you know, the next generation right. post-depression. And some people still... Still do it and still like it. Fingers Malloy is one of those people. Well, no, I wouldn't go that far. He is one of those people. They my don't, they don't sell right this concoction at a gas station, so no, he does not eat it. My my grandmother <laughs> used to make me those sandwiches. And is that true? Yes, it is true. No way. That's how I, I, I got to eat them when I was a kid, and uh, they were fine. I, I For some reason, I got to th- I think about it the other day. I was like, wow, I have not made a peanut butter and mayonnaise sandwich in 20-some-odd in years, but I used to enjoy them. There's like a... It's it's weird how they the flavors kind of blend together. Mm-hmm. It's like kind of sweet, tangy, right? Mixed with the peanut butter, uh, I, I was floored by the reaction on social media. We got how everybody just thought this was the grossest thing they had ever heard of, and I thought to myself, well, "Have you have you tried it?" Because th- sometimes the you couple odd because things it's gross, together. They haven't tried it. Well, mayonnaise is gross. It's Miracle Whip, first of all. You don't, you don't deal with the mayonnaise. No, 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 no. You don't use Miracle Whip. Miracle no, Whip. no, 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 no. Are you a Miracle Whip guy? Oh, yeah. It's it's a miracle. <laughs> because <laughs> I specifically asked that question also on the Eat, Drink, Smoke Facebook page, and people said, no, 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 to the Miracle Whip. you got to use real what mayonnaise. Is it? I'm, I think I may have had Miracle Whip once. What is Miracle Whip? It's disgusting. Yeah, but what is it? It's like, um, you know, back in the 50s or 60s when uh, people thought they would, would be healthier and they actually made us all not healthier and they were eating margarine and fake mayonnaise because they thought it would be Miracle Whip would be healthier. Yeah. Admittedly. It's allegedly the healthier. But they now, all lie to us. But nowadays we know, no, you're, you need to eat real butter yeah. because that's better for you than crap margarine. The whole food pyramid is a total yes, lie. exactly. Everything about food is a total lie. Yes. They did, they, and, and, and now they're like, trust government. No, no, oh, never, never again, oh, never for a now second. Now you're speaking my language. So I, I'm, I'm not about to, uh, to eat the, the, the peanut butter. And uh, although I will tell you that growing up, uh, there was one time my mother went. Uh, she had an event she had to go to, so my father was was feeding us, and he fed us cheese and jelly sandwiches. And we still talk about it, and we still cry. <laughs> well, I, th- that's the other thing too. Is I thought maybe this is a regional thing, you know, maybe outside of uh, the Midwest. This is something that people didn't do. Uh, you brought up that it was a, a, a creation from the gr- the Great Depression. I when I came down here, uh, I'm originally from Michigan, and th- there are just certain foods that you don't have 
you know, when I came down here, everybody looked at me. I was crazy. Came because I down never, here. You came from Michigan to Indiana. Where'd you come down? Well, you had to take a horse and a buggy. It was a long trip. Well, they, listen, they looked at me. I, I had never had a tenderloin before. A breaded pork Nobody tenderloin. Nobody's had one I, outside of Indiana. Uh, like that's come true. To Indiana. And then the other thing. And then you think, why have I missed my whole life a tenderloin? S- apparently, salmon patties are a big deal. Down salmon here. patties are good. Never had oh, a salmon I like patty. salmon patty. But I wouldn't say that's akin to Indiana, though, right? No, salmon patties. I, I, I Brooklyn, Brooklyn. We we did that all the time. Really? You know? Oh, absolutely. My oh, grandma used to do that. Mike, when I first moved down here, I, I was with a group of people. They're like, your, your mother never made you a salmon patty? I was like, what the hell are you talking? Why would I want salmon? Why did she hurt salmon? you? Yeah. Why would I want salmon in patty form? That it's sounds good. terrible. Oh, it's very good. Oh. It is very good. So so we all agree that, that uh, peanut butter and mayonnaise is disgusting. No, it was good. Yeah. Okay. So we all agree. It's it was disgusting. so good. What is more disgusting? Peanut butter and mayonnaise. I'm just, I'm just oh. going right through you there. Or It'll go through you. Or Facebook. What is more disgusting, peanut butter and mayonnaise or Facebook? Here's the story. Wall Street Journal. You are on one of those apps, or you have one of those apps that's helping you lose weight. Like, like you, Fingers Malloy. How's the fasting going, by the way, Fingers? As we all know, Fingers Malloy, he was on Atkins for a day, and then he has... <laughs> and then April made him eat. Th- yeah, made, made Big Macs. <laughs> April made him eat Big Macs, and that was the end of that. And then he said, oh, listen, I found it. I, fa- I found the magic elixir. I have found the key to weight loss. It's intermittent fasting. You eat only for eight hours in a day, and then you don't eat the other 16 hours. That makes 24 hours. And you, not only do you lose weight, but you can sing. Right. Fingers, how's it going? Uh, I lost seven pounds the first week, and then for three days I didn't lose any weight, so I scrapped that. Now I'm doing the South Beach potato oh diet. Have you seen this? <laughs> it's fantastic. So, so, so nothing, nothing new. Uh, you know what, Tony? Screw it. It's it's just it's just easier and more fun to be fat. Yeah, complain about it? Oh, the hell with it. <laughs> Who cares? Who cares? You're just giving up on life now. But some people they 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 they're still trying, and they have these apps. That'll they'll track their their food and and uh, you you put in your, your your body weight you're putting in your blood pressure uh, for for women pregnancy status or or cycles uh, wh- whatever the case uh, may be they put in all this information. Wait, do we, you, the p- women are putting their cycles in? Yes, I Facebook? put in an app to track. No, not in Facebook, in an app to track. Right. Yeah. The problem is Facebook gets that data, whether the, they are connected to the app or not. Why does Facebook, Facebook need to know when I'm ovulating? Just, they, uh, just wondering. This is the point. Mark Zuckerberg can't be trusted at all. What a and Mark Zuckerberg and Sheryl Sandberg and all that leadership team, they are despicable people. And it's and yet here we are. By the way, follow me on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Tony Catch Radio. <laughs> this is this is becoming really problematic. And nobody you know what drives me most crazy? A hundred thousand people haven't stormed the corporate headquarters of Facebook to demand that the leadership team step down. And I don't ever want to hear Charles Sandberg, the COO, the lean in and women power and all this crap. You know, I don't want to hear her tell me that it wasn't her. It's totally her. It's totally Zuckerberg. They want information and they want to be able to utilize that information. Selling your information back to you in terms of product is the only thing that they're about. This is some ugly stuff. If I wanted Facebook to know, I'd let Facebook know. I don't want them to know what makes them think that they have this right. And every time a story like this comes out, you are one step closer to the United States government uh, regulating Facebook in a way that is going to make you cry. And I hate it because I may, I may be angry with Facebook. I don't want government involved. But they're, they're the ones giving government all of the leeway in the world to say, yep, 
Yep. Get, make, it, make it happen. The American people are going to start demanding the government do something about social media. So what... Are they putting ads in Facebook revolving around a woman's cycle? No, no, no. What is what is When you this? put the information in... Oh, 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 that's right. So, so you put the information in some app. Facebook is able to gather that information. And then, yes, they're, they're serving you ads based on that. <sighs> You're going to start getting Tampax ads. I don't know. Is Tampax a good brand? I don't, I don't know. It's not organic. Oh, jeez. April don't D. Get Gregory. Me started, don't get me started on organic cotton and April, tampons. April, nobody April, wants to hear this story. April D. Gregory. Right. The, the April D. Gregory sent me something on uh, a direct message on Facebook Messenger once, joking about uh, erectile dysfunction. There was a, a link that I clicked on through Facebook Messenger about ED, and then within an hour, I started getting ED <laughs> ads yeah. in my Facebook feed and I thought and I and I messaged her back thanks a lot April <laughs> like I don't have enough problems in my life now I'm getting ED ads popping up in my phone uh, it to me I it's it's scary what is going on with I, I hate to sound like you know I don't want to turn this into an infowars show or anything like that but you often wonder if you're being spied on, not just by Facebook. I was having a conversation with this guy. I'm, I'm, I'm close to the automotive industry. And I, I like to talk to people about the automotive industry. And we were having this discussion about how um, there are die makers that they, they work on uh, machinery in plants. And there are a shortage of die makers at, uh, in, in, at the uh, big three. I never did a search on my phone. My phone was in the area while I was having this discussion. The next day, there were, uh, my Google uh, cards came up that Toyota is complaining that they are short of die makers. And it yeah. scared the hell out of me. I was like, what, what is going on One here? of the things that's, um, uh, that got mentioned in this Wall Street Journal piece is that Realtor.com, and I'm on Realtor.com all the time I'm on. Re- I, I I'm always looking at stuff. It's yeah. it's it's a bit of a bit of a habit, bit of a bit of a hobby. Well, you're looking at stuff. That kind of stuff is heading to Facebook, and there doesn't seem to be any way for the apps to stop it because it's not necessarily the apps' problem. I'm looking for something, and the next thing you know, Facebook has that information, and they think that it's it's cool that the and they the worst part is they think that they're helping me, and there are people out there like. Well, what's the big it's deal? Do-goodery. Oh, don't even. <laughs> do-goodery is the is the great evil. Do-gooders, <laughs> and they're do-goodery. What? It's it, and they think they're helping. There are people out there like, yeah, you're interested in it, so they're now showing you things about houses. What's wrong with that? Aren't I entitled to a certain level of privacy and to decide my level of privacy? If I want that, can't I say to them, hey, I want that? But it's, they're not even giving me that option. It's creepy the amount of people out there who will say what's the big deal if you're not doing anything wrong why should it matter to you that uh facebook has access to your data or the government why what why don't you mind the fbi wants to have a database of dna on every person in america and i've had people say to me what's what's the big deal you won't have another cold case again why does the government get my data and I said, well, and, and while we're at it, why does government get to have all these, these cameras on the streets where they're videotaping my every move? And they said to me, well, you have, a, you have a ring doorbell. What makes you think you can tape me walking down the street? 
are we saying that we don't understand the difference between what the individual citizen does and what government does? We don't see the clear difference between those two things in terms of rights and in terms of invasion and how they get used against you? In China, there is something called the social credit score. And that, what, what happens is, is that they monitor through these cameras and everything else you do, everything you do, how, smiling, are you frowning, are you saying this, are you doing that, and they give you a score. If your score is not high enough, they prevent you from traveling. 15 million people in China are not allowed to get on a plane. Well, they're not allowed to get on Facebook either, so they're not having that problem. Well, oh, <laughs> so I guess they're safe. Uh, they can't get on a, on a plane. They can't get on a high-speed rail because China has decided that their social credit score isn't good enough. Well, what happened? Do we think that's somehow decent? They've got everybody's information everywhere. Do we think that that's somehow a value? That's what's troubling about where we're headed is, look, I, and I don't want this conversation to, to veer into uh, where I'm going to veer. But, I, but like, go, I, I'm against sobriety checkpoints. Yes. Uh, stop and frisk, all this stuff. And, and, I'm less against stop and frisk than I am sobriety checkpoints because uh, a, a stop and frisk, which you, you heard about a lot in New York, is, ba- is based on an event happening. A sobriety checkpoint is preventing your free movement as a citizen of the United States. So they're very, very but different things. In New things York, in weren't regard. they, if you're just walking down the street, not necessarily with an event, they could stop you and, and ask but to frisk you. But the stop has to be associated with some happening. I don't believe they're just stopping people randomly and saying, can I have your papers? I'd be opposed to that. The stop and frisk had to do with some kind of, of criminal event happening and i get that it's problematic i'm not saying that there might not be better ways and i'm up for for conversations but a lot of those people will tell you that the stop and frisk absolutely worked the sobriety checkpoint is saying that you're not allowed to travel freely so you had anything to drink tonight it's none of your business right it's none of your business and i'm not i like police i have no interest in making a cop's job easier I am not interested in giving a cop information. I am not interested in laws that allow police officers to, to uh, have more access. I was thrilled. The Supreme Court just ruled 9 nothing. It was a case out of Indiana, Tim's case, T-I-M-B-S. Uh, and so this guy got busted for, for selling drugs. And when he got busted for selling drugs, they confiscated things associated with the, with the drug bust, and they confiscated his Land Rover. It was worth $42,000. The fine was only you 10 grand. You take my Land Rover? Shit's going down. So the... the <laughs> you said it twice. You said it twice, April. I love how she whispers in the microphone. That is so awesome. It's April D. Gregory. Um, find her on Twitter. Uh, so they took his Land Rover. The Buy problem Land is Rover. the Land Rover was not purchased with drug money. The Land Rover was purchased with uh, a life insurance policy after his father passed away. Ooh. So they took the Land Rover and he said, you can't have it. He took it to the Supreme Court. Nine, this is called civil asset forfeiture, which is a sin. And they, nine, nothing. They said that the state of Indiana uh, went, went too far here. And it's an interesting thing. They didn't say give him back the Land Rover. They said that the Indiana Supreme Court now has to, here's the information, there, there's a case, uh, Austin, something or other, I'm forgetting, here it is. Now go back and rule based on the information we have now given you. Absolutely love it. So there are places, you know, where it's going too far, but there are police officers and others who will tell you, oh, civil asset forfeiture, very important. It's not important, it's theft. 
It is theft. And you've seen police forces around the country abuse it. I There's a story several years ago out of Detroit where there was a house party and a bunch of kids were at this house party and there were drugs in the house. Everyone that was at that house, they were arrested and their cars were confiscated. And... You know, these are kids, and most of the time, you know, especially when you're dealing with either it's the parent's car or it's it's a car that's not worth fighting for because it's a kid's car, so they just let the the, the, the government uh, have it. But what my concern is is, is you know, the, the private sector is so much better at this. Facebook is so much better at collecting data than the government is when you couple them together. Okay, Facebook, uh, we're the federal government. We are going to fine you this amount of money. But you know what? Maybe we'll take a little off the top if you share your information with us. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the true... When you couple the private sector with government, this this is a really scary road we could be going and down. And by the way, just one more on thing on Savasa forfeiture. When they take the car and you don't fight for it, they're allowed to sell it and use the proceeds to fund things for that department. And that's that's what they do. And Policing I'm sorry, for profit. I, just, I, have, I have no room for that in my life whatsoever. Before we go... Um, one of Fingers Malloy's uh, favorite uh, subjects is Robert Kraft getting busted for soliciting a prostitute, the owner of the New England Patriots. And I know a lot of people are laughing about this and making fun of this. He went to the Orchids of Asia Spa. The Orchids of Asia. He went to a massage parlor. Had a Groupon. <laughs> oh, my God. Anything to save a buck. Groupon. And... And he got busted, and and supposedly some other people did. Some people who are even more high profile than the owner of the six-time Super Bowl champion, New England Patriots. Now, uh, I want to get back to that in a second, but the reason I don't joke about this is because as you start getting into the stories and start really doing the research, you realize that the the women in this place, they're sex slaves. Right. This is this is forced and that's servitude. The problem. Huge. I'm a believer in legalized prostitution. You go buy your sex, but don't buy it from someone who's not consensually. Dear Lord, this is ugly. It was a huge uh, bust in um, in Florida, sex trafficking ring, uh, and, and everything else. So we can get into that another time. My question is, you're Robert Kraft. You've got all the money in the world and a hot wife. Oh, does he have a hot wife? Not anymore. Yes. No. Oh, no, wait. no, no. The other one died. Now he's got he's got a tall blonde. They, they they broke up. Did they? Yeah. Okay. After she had a kid. Oh. No. Hold on. Now. Yeah, he had this. No, they're still married. Ricky Nolander. Oh my God. Look at her. Oh my God. What is she? Twelve? No, they aren't married. They, I thought it, they broke up. Last no. time I read, they broke up. Oh, that's his girl. It was a girlfriend. Thank you. And they had and they had a baby. It was a girlfriend. And then, and then they but, are no longer but, seeing each other. But oh my god. This is what you can get because you're a billionaire and you can walk probably into any place in America and get any kind of chick and you're going to pay us. I'm slave? looking at a picture of Kraft and this woman. I don't know this woman. I have nothing against this woman. I immediately am brought back to the colonel in Boogie Nights. That's how flat out creepy this photo is. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, she's of age. He's of age. They can do what they want. I am, so, I am so disgusted. <laughs> I'm so disgusted by that. Oh, that's terrible. You're Robert Kraft. You have all the money in the world. And you can't, six Super Bowl you, rings. You, 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 six Super Bowl rings. You can't An order a hooker to the team. house? You have to go to the Orchids of Asia Day Spa? And have someone drive you there. What? <laughs> Does anybody else think that's, the, that's like beyond weird? It doesn't make th- any sense in the world. I have a theory. I'm just going to throw it out there. Okay. Are you? Um, I believe Robert Kraft uh, likes a little bit of the, the touch of Lady Liquor. Um, 
You maybe, think he was drunk? I maybe he had some uh, adult beverages in him, and someone said, so "Hey, fine. I know, I know Get a place." Get a chick at the bar. Then is that a Quaalude? I I know a place, and he's like, "Okay." I mean, n- none of these things are thought out that much ahead of time. I'm sure this because was all men are on- stupid and they're power hungry and they think they can get away with and it. He Not thinks all he men. Can get no, a- no, uh, he, no. It's about power. He wanted. He wanted. It's about- he, Not, he, it's about you he, think you cannot he, get caught. He wanted to get touched. He wanted the orgasm, and he went to go do it. Wasn't he? now not thinking you're going to get caught. There are plenty of people who don't have power who think they're not going to get caught. Jesse Smollett didn't think he was going to get caught. And by, by then, I should say I'm saying that wrong because he clearly had power. He thought that uh, his his sexuality and his race would clear him. I mean, he really thought that those things made him. I, right, I mean, and I Bob Kraft th- thinks his money and his and his name and his fame are going to clear him. Who do stupid things and who don't have power? That's that's all I'm saying. Right, but he thinks he's going to, and he's not going to go to. He's not going to spend time in it's jail. Re- he's going to get away with. I this. don't think he's going to spend time in jail. No, either, of course but not. But underage, or oh, I don't know if it's underage, but sex trafficking. He might be. He might be in a world of hurt because of that. It's ugly. Uh, April, you've been around the. Uh, Where are you going? <laughs> Where are you going with this? You've been What's around the massage here? parlors, April. No, no, you've been around the NFL Combine. You've oh, gone yes. down there before. I've you've been, seen mm-hmm. what what happens at the NFL Combine. The NFL Combine is in Indianapolis every year. Uh, this week. Coaches, is it NFL this week? NFL mm-hmm. personnel come down and they uh, they uh, run college. Uh, Players, to their players through their 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 uh, tests to see if they would make uh, interesting uh, or pot- potential NFL stars. Uh, and they go they go through. So at night they go out and party. Yes. And women know this. Yep. It, it's not that hard for a uh, an NFL coach, an NFL GM, uh, to pick up an NFL groupie. Uh, to me, that's the thing that's that's really weird about this. The other thing that's weird is I did see one or two sites when they report reported the story they had to mention that he was a close friend of Donald Trump mm-hmm. and I thought what the hell does Trump have to do with this at all but they, they, they tried to, anything they and can Trump to, tie, it. to yes. tie Trump did Trump denounce it he did he said this is sad I forget <laughs> what the rest of his tweet was but yes he, he, he put that out there you think Trump's ever been to a massage parlor <laughs> no I don't I, get it. You're a billionaire he has them come to you okay. he has them come to him on his so jet. let me tell you my massage parlor story oh dear I went with my wife. Actually wanted to try a massage. I have never gotten a massage before in my life. Wanted to get one. We're we go about, in. You're talking about a, a spa, a, we, a real one. Uh, uh, maybe. You're not talking about the, on the other side of the tracks. <laughs> it's open at 4 a.m. We go in there. We lay down. Two women come out. The massage included, the massage included this woman getting on my back and with her knees massaging my back and then her knees would drop to either side of the of the t- table we were on so she's straddling you she's straddling me it was okay, the, what's the most what's the name of this awkward <laughs> <laughs> it was so awkward it was um we walked out of there and I turned to my wife and I said, did I just get laid? Like it was, <laughs> it, it was, and she said to me, I don't know about you, but I did. It was the weirdest, strangest. I could, I can't, can't do it again. And I, I think I'd enjoy a massage. As someone who gets massages regularly, that's not how it, how it works. <laughs> Wait, do, do you go to like one of those like massage envy kind of places, which I think would be a great sponsor for the Eat, Drink, Smoke podcast. Like, like, do you go to like that kind of place? I go, no, I don't go to that one. I go to ones that are better because that's just like the, 
pay for a cheap massage, but you can if you go to a place where you can get a more custom. And do you, you do get, like the hot stone massage? No, I like the deep tissue and the sports massage, and um, there's different types. Because yeah. there's right, so the deep tissue stuff is scary. There's a massage technique called rolfing. That's a story, <laughs> and it's a it's it's like it's it's about putting you in pain. It's beyond that's deep. a fetish. It's 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 I don't I don't get that. I think I'd enjoy you, it, a massage, but. It, the straddling thing. That's what comes after the pain. Honestly, okay. that's, that's, that's where we close. <laughs> you win, April D. Gregory. My goodness. Now, if you missed, uh, I shouldn't say if you missed, if you miss any of our episodes, that's because you're not subscribing to the Eat, Drink, Smoke podcast on iTunes, uh, Google Play, Stitcher. It's everywhere. But go to iTunes. Give us the five-star review. It would incredibly, incredibly uh, helpful. And make sure that if you're in Indianapolis or if you're in Nashville or if you're in Pittsburgh or you're in Houston, you check out Blend Bar Cigar. We record a Blend Bar Cigar here in Indianapolis, uh, one of the best cigar lounges uh, in the country. It's actually named Best Cigar Lounge in, in the country. Absolutely fantastic. Great humidor. Fantastic bourbon selection. Everything you could possibly want at Blend Bar Cigar. Uh, great, great people. Thrilled to have them. Now, you can find April D. Gregory on Twitter at April D. Gregory. And don't forget to check out on iTunes and at Ricochet, her podcast, uh, Smart Girl Politics. Check out the podcast there. Fingers Malloy, a Wham 1600, a Southeastern Michigan's place for talk. And you can go there. You can find Fingers Malloy on Facebook, Fingers Malloy Radio. And you can also check out the Enough Already podcast. The man does more than just this. And the Snark Factor, uh, which is in full swing. Multiple podcasts for Fingers Malloy. Facebook.com slash Fingers Malloy Radio. Find everything about what I'm doing at TonyCats.com. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. Twitter, Tony Katz. Instagram, Tony Katz. A lot of places to do. Honestly, I don't know how much more Facebook crap can we handle. This is just Mark Zuckerberg. We'll be there is as a, long as your fans are there. God. Bring back MySpace. Would you really seriously, April? Create the MySpace page. Let's start doing stuff Let's there. Let's see if it works. Doesn't Let's just doesn't just Justin Timberlake own part of MySpace? By the way, I'm seeing him in concert Are in you? April. I am I going. I might be too. I just don't look at me like that. I think that guy is an entertainer show. and a half. Yeah. And I and I I'm I'm assuming it's going to be uh it's going to be excellent without the Michael Jackson pedophilia. Without. He's dead. Eh? You know, you know that the, the ranch is suing is suing HBO for that for that movie. Are they? Was it Finding Finding Neverland or whatever it is? They're suing for a hundred million dollars. Because the ranch has nothing. They had the worst massage parlor ever. But, <laughs> but people compare JT to Michael Jackson. Whoa, whoa, whoa! That's been a thing for a long time. They've been comparing for a decade. Did they've you been just carrying... call him JT? Do they really? They've been doing it for like a decade. Yes. They what said is, what he, is they've, the they've said he's the next the Michael Jackson. Dancing? Mm-hmm. It, it, the next. Mm-hmm. He's been around for for twenty some odd years. That's what I'm saying. Ten years ago, they were oh, saying 10, 10, 15 ago. years ago, they were saying this. All right, I, I just think I think the guy's talented. Yes. I'm impressed by boy bands that they can in any way sing while they're doing all that dancing. You would pass out and die, Fingers Malloy. You'd have a heart attack right on the stage. That'd be such a great um, losing weight idea. That, <laughs> oh, try singing and dancing. Boy band exercises. Honestly, I want oh I want gosh, video I'm of you t- doing I'm bye bye bye. That's what I want. This is my oh. money-making idea. Just I've put your never, hand out and go, bye, bye, bye. I've never been so disgusted in my entire now life. Now hop three times and turn to the right. In your Harley shirt. Eat, drink, smoke. <laughs>